the cold is finally gone. Get Real with Lisa Crown podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. So this is an interview with Coach Lisa and myself and the real estate maniacs. They asked to interview me. These guys are fabulous. They're funny. They ask rogue questions. We're diving in today. uh, And you're going to get some really interesting intel from this conversation. You're not going to want to miss it. And you know what? Real estate maniacs, uh, Joey and Jeff, thank you for having me on. You guys are absolutely insanely fun. And it's so cool to do an interview with the maniacs. Check it out. So Joey, while we're talking a little bit, Google most outrageous questions to ask. <laughs> hey, real estate agents. Welcome to the weekly closer. I'm your host, Jeff Underwood, along with my co-host and the producer of the show, Joey Sampaga. Yeah. Come on, brother. <laughs> Doing all right. How are you, Jeff? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm not looking for, forward to uh, next week's weather, for sure. Why? Because we're supposed to hit like 109 or something. I don't know. Burn Ew. off the corona. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not ready for that, man. I hope it burns off some extra pounds I put on the last few weeks. <laughs> you just go, I, corona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. We've got an exciting guest with us today. Yes, we do. Yes, absolutely. That's Lisa Crown, National VP with Fidelity National Title Group. She also coaches title sales executives in 43 states and 15 different title companies. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. So good to be back. Absolutely is. Absolutely is. Well, you brought so much energy last time. We're like, man, we got to bring her back. You know, we just (laughs) need to get pumped up a little bit here. I love it. So, yeah. So how are things going? I know that we talked, I don't know how long it's been now that you launched your podcast, uh, cause I know you and I talked a little bit about equipment and stuff like that way back when, but how long has it been now? Oh no, you are the birth the you know, the, 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 the brainchild behind my podcast. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have it today if it wasn't for you, Jeff, like, honestly, like here, I'm, I'm doing a little bow down to you, my friend. Uh, What's you your address? Think- I'll send you my, te- uh, te- <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I mean, for real, I owe it to you. You were, you were so instrumental in my process. I had zero expectations of it. Um, it was super challenging to begin. I'm not gonna lie. And I honestly, I believe a lot of your listeners right now are thinking, hey, I want to do a podcast. Let me say this. When you gave me all the bells and whistles and really kind of led me in a great direction and we started to pit, put it together and I was like, oh my God, this is great. Blah, blah, blah. So I did my first podcast and I was like, oh, that wasn't that great. Yeah, that was, that's a struggle. Why is it a struggle? Because I like to interact with people. Like my energy spins from your guys's energy. Like this is how I exchange and share. Like this is my thing. So when you have me speaking a microphone, staring at a wall, it was <laughs> talking like, to yourself. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I should get a mirror. <laughs> <Just gonna be tough. laughs> That's an idea. Um, it was a little, little, little. Right. It was a little interesting. However, what I what I did was I started to coach myself in this and. <laughs> what I tell my clients that I coach is to get better at anything you want, anything that you want at all. It's all in the practice. That's it. So I turned the podcast into a practice to this day. I'm uh, 75 podcasts done. So thank you very much. Yeah. Congrats. That's awesome. Um, been fully committed to it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And every time I hit a milestone, 5,000 downloads, 10,000 
15,000, 25,000, I, I let my audience know, like that's all them. And I'm so grateful. Never thought in a billion years I would get there. Um, and so I just keep doing it as a practice and it gets, get, you know, it gets better and gets stronger. And once in a while, like my, I have a DJ on there, I like to have a little DJ in the back with some music and all, and he'll look at me and say, uh, I'll go. So I just have one to launch. And when he was done, he's like, mm. I go launch it, <laughs> launch it. And it's a practice. I'm only going to get better and stronger the more I do it. If I'm looking for the perfect podcast, Jeff and I would still be going back and texting yeah. emails like, Hey, what about this? What do you think of this topic? What do you think? No, just do just it. do it. That's what I say. Just do it. Hey, you know, here's a tip for people who are doing podcasts for the first time or even video. What I used to do was I, I print off a face and then I stick it on the camera. I cut a hole in one of the eyeballs and then I'd stick it right there and I'd speak to the piece of paper as if I were talking to someone. Right. That's so smart, Joey. <laughs> But they'd never answer me, so. (laughs) I could have heard that 75 podcasts ago. I will be honest, because that is clever, my friend. Oh, there you go. Joey, that's probably something you've just picked up in the last couple months, being locked up. Oh, no. (laughs) This is lonely. (laughs) (laughs) No, my wife's at home, so we're good. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. What's that show? Oh, you need your own Wilson? Is that... (laughs) (laughs) i love it how ironic that he got corona you know like go yeah that is crazy that was crazy so speaking of get real with lisa crown i guess that's how people can find you right just google it right instagram podcast itunes spotify and podby sound like there we go there we go so who is or what's one of your favorite episodes so far Oh my God. You know, that's so ironic on the timing. Like if you asked me this yesterday, I have a different answer, but you're asking me today at 9:49 AM. Uh, it was today. You guys today, today, I had the most epic podcast I have ever done in my life. I interviewed, uh, the sensational Grant Cardone, uh, author, wow. writer. yeah, wow. Mr. Ooh, X himself. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, Whoa, Oh my God. That was amazing. I mean, he's, you know, a real estate mongol. Like he just, he's totally into it, you know, and he's loud and he's all these things and he's, you know, <laughs> you, you guys see his plane and you see his stuff and his money and all this, but you know what? He gets real. And that's, that's a big reason why he won that's that spot on, the, on the podcast. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. It was. So what, what was kind of a big takeaway? Anything you guys you... are getting like a first run. Yeah. Because cause when is it, <laughs> when is it supposed to air? Yet. Like when, when will you be publishing that one? Monday or Tuesday. Okay. So your wow. audience is getting the nuggets first. Yes. Uh, my biggest, I mean, there were a million takeaways, honest to God. The, you know, my, my biggest takeaway was his mess, his methodology, his messaging is strictly focused in on taking massive action. And it's exactly my theory. This is how I coach is take massive action, you know, 10 exit, you know, get in there. And if you were going to make 10 calls today, make 30. And the thing about it is people wonder why he has went off. He he tells us our story, his story. I mean, he literally start to finish tells the story um, 
about his struggles in life and growing up and all these kinds of things where he was at a point in his life, he couldn't even pay for a $287 car payment. Now he flies a private jet. It just, it, and, he, and he does a little bit of like explaining, but really the bottom line is, is taking massive action. Now people can hear that. Everyone listening right now, you can hear that. Like, oh yeah, I take action. I take action. I get it. No, no, no. It is taking massive action. So if you were going to text 10 people, you're now texting 30. Wow. If you were going to, you know, teach 10 classes this year, you're teaching 30. It's, it's, it's 10 xing it. It's just tripling it up. It's just, it's doing everything more, more and more and more. He was like, there was rejection in that. There was loss in that. There was heartbreak. There was pain. There was, I want to give up. There's, I want to die. He's like, it had everything encompassed, mm. but it also had massive growth and big money and big opportunity. And so he is relentless in getting that messaging out. And that was really, really powerful. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Super. Can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. I Monday know. or Tuesday, huh? Monday or Tuesday. Nice. You guys don't want to miss it. That's awesome. Hmm. Let's see. So you also pu publish that on Facebook or no? Your shows? No, I just, I, okay. I just do the link. The Got link okay. is on my That's, Facebook. So Lisa Crown is my link. Um, so you can see the link in there. But I did record it on Zoom. So oh. I'm going to send the recording to an editor and have him give me like that short version and all the clips. And then I'm going to mm -hmm. do it as a video and try to get that out and launched. Yeah, there we go. Awesome. No, I can't wait. That's going to be great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And if you I, can I hear, hear it, then I'm, your I mean, listeners really, can hear. I'm really interested in... Um, when you said, you know, he went from couldn't afford the car payment to what he is now and kind of, I guess, what that first step was for him. But Yeah, I mean, his his first step, he, he, he didn't dive too much into like the early on steps. It was more about a theory, like his brain, his mentality, his thought process. Mindset, you guys, is the end all be all in any part of business or success. Mm. It's this guy. Yeah. And in here was just, he spent so much time, effort, and energy. What do people think? I want to fit in. I want to be cool. I want all this stuff. Da, da, da. I want people to like me. He's like, it clicked for me that that is not where my energy is going. I needed to shift my energy more into my want. And then what were, what steps and how do I get there was by him talking and interviewing people that were doing what he wanted to have done. It's exactly wow. what I did. You know, I couldn't get too much into that with him. I just wanted to listen to him and get all my, I really wanted to ask him a lot of questions, but that was what I did. When I got into title uh, in the nineties, I went and interviewed all the top producers, mm -hmm. pick their brain. Wow. No, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to listen to it or watch it. So mm, agents make sure to check it out. I know. Yes. It's yeah. awesome. Hey, you also, um, you just moved to Arizona, right? I did. Yay. Yes. How are you doing, you guys? Welcome to the great state. Thank you so much. <laughs> that is amazing, too. I know. Um, welcome to heat. Well, Wait, actually, you're not going to get heat as bad. much, I guess. Prescott's not. 6,000 elevation. We, uh, we get all four seasons. It'll be, like, yeah. mild here next week when you guys are dying. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, I guess now we should also give a quick shout out to our local sponsors in security That's title right. agency and fidelity national home warranty. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Shakalaka. Love you guys. They're, they're, they're amazing. They're amazing. They are. Hey, why don't we get into kind of what your, I looked at some of your uh, podcasts. I listened to some of them and 
you know, you talked about quarantine breakthrough. Um, you want to elaborate a little bit on that about kind of your journey while you've been in this quarantine? Absolutely. So I, just like everyone else, you know, we all have experienced, we've all taken shape on this and experienced it in our own way, but in one way or another, whether you're Michael Jordan or, you know, you're just born yesterday, I'm telling you, and everybody in between, we are all feeling the effects, even my three-year-old, you know, we're all feeling the effects of what this whole quarantine thing has done for us. I mean, I, there were mornings I couldn't get out of bed. There were mornings where I couldn't do a workout. There were mornings where I, I was crying. There were mornings where I felt really angry, you know, and I didn't like the decisions that were being made around this. I didn't like the control that was happening around us. I didn't like the fear I was seeing. I didn't like getting 18 text messages from different people saying, um, I'm losing my mind. I'm, I'm depressed. I'm, I'm having panic attacks. Help me, you know, and that were stuck and challenged. I didn't like seeing that. I know 23 people who have coronavirus early on coronavirus patients that are still, I still have some of those people that are fighting for their lives. One in Italy, one in Sweden, one in LA, like literally rock the world. Like I did not like that. It was like the world was crumbling and I really got stirred up in it. And I thought to myself, as I was in bed and didn't want to come out and you know, canceled an appointment. And I was just in there thinking, thinking, thinking. And it had been a few days. I mean, I'm also in a move. So I'm leaving my state. You know, I, I, I lived in California my entire life. So it was like a big move. My husband retired. You know, it was just like this big change. My assistant was let go. Like all this stuff started to happen. It was just like, I started to just get, get so down. And so I said to myself in there, you know, coach, what would you say to your student or your client, you know, who is feeling like you right now? And I was like, I would tell them, like all of a sudden I got into a character. I was like, <laughs> you, you rang, you need me. Okay. You need to time block. You need to listen to your podcast, um, listen to a podcast. I did actually, you know, it's funny. I did listen to some of my own podcasts, which I know that sounds so silly, but hey, I needed myself, right? Um, I would say, uh, you know, do your meditation, do your exercise, like plan a date night. Like all of a sudden it was just like, where's your life lady? Why did you just give your life to the, to the shutdown? You just tossed it out the window. You have a big, massive life that you're living. What changed? other than you need to do that life in your house and you need to accept the fact that that's not any part of your control. So the problem is people like me who have an eight-year-old and a three-year-old have distractions, interactions, and them trying to like take over your world, like mommy, and they just need everything. I'm hungry and you know, and so <laughs> my thing was I got a time block. I have to communicate with my husband and set an expectation and not feel guilty about it and not yeah, there's, I, I grow zero in bed under these covers. And it was literally this aha moment of coaching myself to where I needed to be. And that was my breakthrough. And I did a podcast, like really getting down and dirty with what it took me, what I needed to do, what were the tactical tips? See, I'm very obsessed with the process mm -hmm. in getting where we need to go. I don't want to tell you guys, yeah, I had a bad day, but you know what? I'm on coaches on let's go. It's no, it's 
what was coach's process? What did I truly feel? What was I experiencing? I didn't change my clothes for three days in a row. I'm going to throw myself under a bus. You know, that's gross. And that's not me. You know what I mean? And it, what was happening is the shutdown was winning. Mm. See, I thought, I thought you were going to say you woke up crying several days and then you moved to Arizona and everything was fine. <laughs> the sun was out. Everything is so easy here. You get to live. I didn't know what I was saying. So, so Lisa, what did you do to actually take that first step? I mean, you know, I know there are a lot of people, even agents right now, who are probably in bed right now. They are. Watching this podcast. I mean, what would you tell them to do to get up and just do it? Well, you just said it. Sit mm. up. That's Sit the up. first step. Sit up in your bed. Yeah. I don't want to be too dramatic. Get up, get dressed, get ready. Be, 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 be. Sit up in your bed. Mm -hmm. Okay. What I want you to grab is your day planner. If you do it on your phone or you do it on a calendar and I want you to grab a to-do list, a to-do list that's a spiral notebook, line paper, and I want you to write to-do list. I want you to write the date and I want you to number one through, if it goes down to 33 or 35 lines, I want you to write it all the way down. And on this paper, I want you to write all the things that you need to do, business and personal that needs to get done, that's weighing on you, big or small, doesn't matter, get it done. Yeah. Put it on there. And then when you identify it all out, you're going to grab your day planner and let's start time blocking. Let's mm -hmm. start time blocking to making these things come alive. And you put them in there. Now in my day planner, I'll have appointments. I'll have prospecting. I'll have lunch. I'll have all these things. I also have to-do list. Mm -hmm. And then I'll label from the to-do list. I do rewrite it, right? Because a little bit of the doing it again and again has the click. So I'll put in there, I need to do this, 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 this. When I get those things done, ta-da, victory swipe. Open it. You need a yellow highlighter. Like, you know, think of sports. You know, who is your guys' favorite sports? Favorite sport fan? What do you, what do you love? Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. Cardinals. What are they? What? Cardinals. <laughs> the Chiefs okay. won the Super Bowl this year. I know it. Woo! Are you really a fan or you just became a fan? I moved here from there. Oh, you're really a fan. Oh, yeah. You know, Patrick, you got to be honest. Some people up. become fans because they won this year. So, okay. Woohoo! All right. So, NFL, these guys, right? This is like, think about it. Like the winning touchdown, you know? It's like, duh, done, done, and done. Victory. Like that feeling of being so accomplished comes into this guy. So, mm. when you swipe, it's a yes. That's did it. True. Accomplished. I'm winning. Yeah. It's the winning. I have a video about it. Should have sent it to you guys. We could have played it in the middle of this. Oh, oh maybe we can. Cool. You I'll can. send it over. It's send 30 it seconds. But it just shows you the power of, you know, doing that swipe. The swipe. Yeah. Like, check it out. Hey, Coach Lisa here. Today I'm going to be talking to you about the victory swipe. What's that? It's this guy right here. Anytime you accomplish something on your to-do list, accomplish something on your day planner, accomplish something on your goals, I want you to use this guy and do the swipe. So don't swipe it unless you're 100% completed, all right? That is the tool that you use to show that you're accomplishing something in your day. It will make you feel good. It's showing you that you accomplished your goals. It will make you feel great. We need tools to use to execute to get the results we're looking for, and you gotta do it by using the victory swipe. So anyway, swipe away when you get it done. By the end of the day, you'll be restored with just those two action mm -hmm. items. 
So that would be the first thing I would do. So I do like that you said to, that you rewrite your to-do list, the ones that you don't accomplish for that day. You rewrite it. Is that what I'm hearing? So I put it on the to-do list. I yeah. take them out and I'll put them in the day planner. Oh, now, got let's it. Say okay. we go the next day. Now, let's say mm -hmm. it's tomorrow, right? Let's say I wrote down 15 things I had to do in the day. I'll yeah. put a line and then I'll write the new date on the line and I keep writing. Mm -hmm. When I dead end on 35, the consequence is I turn the page and I have to rewrite what I didn't do. Yes, yes. Uh, the reason why I say that is because I uh, used to do a bullet journal and I hated to have to rewrite things. So what I did was I just said, I'm just going to do it so I don't have to rewrite it. That's right. <laughs> it, work, it does work. It does work. Um, once in a while... I will continue kind of writing onto the next page and I mm -hmm. do two days worth before I rewrite, but third date always, it's a rewrite. And it, oh, it makes me so mad. And then I go, you gotta put this in as a time block and show mm -hmm. up for it. You sure. know, here's something Grant said too. The action has a time and you have to identify the time and be real with it. So don't say you're gonna get your thank you notes out or you know, you guys went on listing appointments or something, get out your thank you notes and it takes 10 minutes. It mm. really might take 30. You know, yeah. be real with your time is why we lose our day and go, gosh, I didn't accomplish enough because you weren't honest about the time. Yeah, yeah. So going back to getting started, you know, one thing that I found is you need to get started that way once you start to build up that momentum, you know, even if it's just working out, because I know I was feeling like you were. Like, oh, do I need to get out of bed or I'm going to take a long nap. And when my wife and I started hiking last week, it really got me thinking, oh, I got to keep going. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And it's yes. just once you get that momentum going, then, you know, it's going to be hard to stop. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up exercise too, Joey, because truly it's an endorphin release. Regardless of like weight or getting toned or whatever, you're releasing endorphins. Mm -hmm. It actually, you guys have to understand, exercise equals like cl cl clarity. It gets mm -hmm. rid of the fog. Yeah, That's the part that people, like to me, exercise is really more about getting this guy so clear and it, and it releases endorphins, which means it really helps you getting all like your glands in order. You know, it helps the cortisol and it helps, like it really helps to get you in your body in your most balanced state. Hmm. That's good stuff. High recommendation. Joey, have you been taking your imaginary friend Wilson with you? <laughs> you should, Joey. He, he wants to get out of the house, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson! That's so funny. Did he? So <laughs> so as um so as we're coming out of this you know stay at home order lockdown shutdown whatever what do you think some of the first actions agents should take so first of all i did a um i did a survey across a lot of my graduates in the nation and i said i want to know what percentage of your agents are working right now in our circumstance and the collective my over you know, the, the one that had the highest um, results was 30 to 50% of their agents are working. Wow. That's pretty low. I saw that. I like, I had a mini work stroke. Mm. Wow. Okay? Because I don't want to see, to me, no, don't step aside you guys and let other people rise and win during this time. Like for me, taking massive action is, is first of all, the first thing on your list is the choice to work choose to work 
choose the, I want you to get to click. You are a real estate technician. Hmm. The, the industry, the community, the neighborhood, the sphere of influence, the inventory, your, your, your uh, micro farming around your inventory, they need you. They need your advice. They need your guidance. They need to ask the dumb questions. They need to share the fears. They need you to check in with them. I was so needing to hear 80 to 100% are working. I needed to hear that because then I would be like, yes. And when I saw that it was 30 to 50, I was like, like literally, do you hear that speechless? That was speechless that, okay, we now need to back up a little and talk to people about working. And even the producers that are out there right now working, it's upping your game too. Because some of those top producing agents shifted down a little bit, stayed sure. in bed a little bit, got mm -hmm. funky a little bit about it all. The other thing is people are thinking like, I don't wanna bother them. I don't wanna knock the door, you know, I can't knock the door, I can't this and that, I don't wanna bother them. And, and title executives are saying, I don't wanna bother the realtors. I go, well, you guys are title technicians for crying out loud. You know, it's not bothering them. It's synergizing, collaborating, and together, this industry is going to think of new and better ways that we get to max out helping people with their real estate needs. This is new to us, you guys. We haven't experienced this. Mm -hmm. Yes, we had a recession. Yes, we had a short sale. Yes, yes, yes. This is different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that goes right along with what um, our guest uh, last week, Dustin Brome, um, he does a lot of Facebook ad stuff and he's got a big list of agents, you know, that he kind of uh, stays in contact with. And he said a lot of agents have pulled out of their marketing over the last like two months that Facebook ads have like the cost has gone way down because not as many people are even doing them right now. Um, I mean, it goes to your point. I mean, people just pulled back and they're not doing anything. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's scary, you guys. That's but scary. fortunately for the ones that are, then they're probably gaining some market share. That's right. I had lunch with a realtor yesterday and she was like, you know what? I'm back at it, doing more business than I did last April, killing it. She's like, I said, I'm working. People need me. I said, yes, girl, yes, they do. You know, she's my first friend, my first friend here in Prescott. Um, I went to go when I was looking to buy my house. And um, she's a doll. And I walked into her property. I even forgot about the house. And her and I are wrapping out. We became two geese together. Just dee, 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 dee. And we had such a great time. So I asked her on a girl date. Have you guys done that? Done a man date? Girl date. <laughs> we no don't call them. And date. if I did, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> Where's all your little noises? <laughs> there you go. You're just too fast. See, I get my finger. I can't even get over there in time. I have to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys miss me or what? Just yes. kidding. We got to have you on the show more often. Oh, I love it. Is. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to have you um, on sometime at the actual studio. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. So if you can make the long drive. Yeah. And then I'll go shopping. We don't have good shopping out here. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Probably not. No, so I'll do a little shopping. And my, I'm sure Sue could hook you up with some yes, shopping. Yes, she could. Sue, where am I going, girl? Let me know. Happy hour after and everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. People workshop. Yeah. So you also had a, um, so you had a message that you wanted to share. Um, 
and you wanted agents to know about as far as the market is concerned. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? You know, I think it's important that when you're getting your messaging out there that we're very clear with the, you know, the truth about what's going on. And my opinion, just watching and analyzing over 43 states is, and what consumers, I'm sure you have consumers listening on your guys' podcast. The reality is, is that people, I have 24 text emails collectively from people either I worked with in the past, I went to high school with, a friend of a friend, people I don't know sending me messages. I have 24, and I'm not a realtor, that said, when should I sell my house? And I sent all 24 back three letters. N-O-W. Now. Now. Now, because I, it, my, I sold now. Okay. So let's practice what we preach. I sold now at the height of a market, Mm -hmm. you know, and yes, some people are saying there's multiple offer situations going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it's going to get that much dramatically higher. And I think people hold out and they hold out and they hold out. And then what happens is in my opinion, the shutdown has, I mean, look, just think of all the conversations you're having with people. You guys, people are like, I don't want to quarantine here. They're saying to me, you escaped California. You escaped, Lisa. I said, well, this has been in my retirement, my husband's retirement plan. We were always leaving. It just happened to be during a shutdown, which is ironic. But the truth of the matter is people are going to say, I don't want to be quarantined here. It's any state. It doesn't matter where. It's people are feeling like, I don't want to be quarantined. Or some people are like, I really want to be quarantined here. But now my, my grandparents were locked down in their own person facility. I don't want them in there. They need to come with me. We need a bigger house. There are people today, right now, are talking more about real estate than the history of us being on this planet. Hmm. Today, it is more of the talk, it's more of the forefront than it's ever been. That's why the real estate technicians have got to get out of bed and they got to get out there and they've got to be helping these people facilitate their, tr- their decisions and transitions. The truth of the matter is, sell now. Because the second the shutdown is open all across the U.S., all the listings are coming. And when all the listings come and it just, it just spits out, that's when our prices drop down. And that's when there's not multiple offers and all there is is reductions. So what would you say to people, to agents who have those roadblocks, uh, these imaginary roadblocks? Well, not so imaginary, but things like, well, I can't really focus on listings because we can't show them. We can't do open houses because they're still living there and they don't want, you know, this virus going into their home. What would you tell them? The same thing I did when the smartphones came out and the Mm. email came and the Facebook came and everyone's like, I'm not doing Facebook. It's my space. I'm not going to do the email. It's not my thing. I'm not going to do the smartphone. My flip phone's fine. Guys, it's coming and it's out of our control. The reality is we're virtual. Look at, I mean, you can order food online. You look at Amazon, point, click, swipe. It's here. Why do I, I mean, everything is all right. It's already been spinning virtually. Isn't it ironic? It's already Mm. been that way. You know? Point, click, swipe, boop. Me, I'm not joking, you guys. I'm like, I need to buy a car. Went online, point, click, swipe. The Escalade came to the house. What am I doing? Who buys a car online? That was crazy. The reality is that's what's happening. 
So get with the get with it is my deal. Is yeah. like that's we need to figure it out. And I love the title companies are doing drive-through signings. They're doing RON. They're getting mm -hmm. products and technology to help people do a full transaction. Me, I have bought in my life, I've bought 10 houses I've never seen. 10. Because I like to buy stuff around the US. Because like in Florida, they have great pockets in Florida, right near the beach. It opens up, the price is right. I don't need to fly there and see touch and all. I just buy them. So to me, that it was crazy. But that was a long, these houses I bought virtually 2003. I didn't see one person. We did everything DocuSign. And then I would go locally and find somebody to, to sign for me. Now we've got Ron. I mean, the reality is you got, the shift is here and we got to get on board. Do you guys know you can go and buy $250,000 Bentley in 45 minutes? Sign, 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 seal, drive off, it's yours. But a $245,000 condo, you're in escrow for 30 to 45 days. Mm -hmm. I mean, are we behind the times or what? <laughs> okay. True. It needs to virtualize a little, friends. Yes, yes. Now that's a great point because we're we're smart people, right? We're smart. We're a smart mm -hmm. society, and we can make things work with what we have. And you know, some of the things that we've been teaching is how to use live streaming during this this crazy time and video. And you know, why can't you do a virtual open house? Why can't you show someone virtually using Zoom or or Facebook Live or whatever it is? Uh, and you just walk around. Have you exactly. guys heard of Matterport? Yes. Or Matterport. Matterport is badass. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a 3D vibe and imaging. So yeah. I just want to throw that in there. What else, Joey, what were you saying? No, absolutely. No, no. I'm just saying that we have the tools to, to manage it. I mean, you have a smartphone. I have a smartphone. We can jump on Messenger real quick and I'll say, okay, well, here is the master bedroom. Here's what the countertop looks like. Here's this. Here's that. So there is a way to actually do it and not, you know, because they're so used to, um, agents are so well not all agents but some agents are so used to their their ways of doing things that they're afraid to change it and uh, you know change is here so it's we here. need to yeah it's here and you know what buyers are realizing that also you know they're realizing it and the other thing too is they are letting people come back in and mm. it's you know come by it's one couple one family per house you got to have yep. the gloves the booties the mask the, you know, space suit, the, the bag over your head, you know, the body bag, and you got to walk in there and do your thing. But let me tell you, it's working that yeah. they're getting them in there and the transactions are transacting. And let me tell you, some buyers are even down with not seeing it. So mm. when you're waiting and getting in line and booking an appointment, offers are coming in because they're like, I already saw that community. Yeah. I already know I want that town, you know, that house or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, yes, pictures are important. Video is important. Being accessible is important and uh, making time for these one-on-one -on -one appointment showings will help you too. You know, I think it'll be a while before we have big old open house extravaganzas and all that kind of stuff, which honestly, you're welcome agents. Y'all didn't love giving up your Saturday and Sunday anyway, sitting there for a billion hours. You know, so this is actually better and strategic. You should see bank statements and see that people are pre-qualified with the lender, you know, to get those one-on-one -on -one showings and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it shifted. Mm-hmm. Mm. So when you said, um, you know, now is the time for people to sell. And I know I, I sent you an article I know you're going to look at later, but, um, you know, even Redfin has said that their search online has really increased in rural and small community areas and has gone down in major metropolitan areas. Yes. Isn't that so interesting? So I, I feel like we're also seeing this shift of, 
you know, I think it's what one out of four workers that are currently working from home say they probably won't be going back to the office. Um, we've got over 60 million um, kind of self-employed online workforce in America right now. And that was before this pandemic. So I think people are getting to a point where with technology, they can choose wherever they want to live. And if that means they need to choose a place that's more affordable, right, that then affords them the opportunity to save more, you know, put more towards retirement, whatever the case, get out of debt faster, whatever. I think that that's, I mean, we may see that as the movement of people coming from major metro areas to smaller areas that are more affordable. I mean, look, I came from LA and I live in Prescott now. I'm, I'm literally the example of what you're just saying. It is absolutely true. Also, I think people are really checking in to go, do I like my government official? Do I like the rules that they put in place? Y'all, what if we get the spider virus in January, 2020? We go through another pandemic, knock on wood, no. But then are we in a place where we trust the people? I think it doesn't help that we're in an election year. So mm. this all kind of spun in a way that I don't love. Yeah. The bottom yeah. line is, is that this is a, this is an important piece is that people want to go where it's a little bit more quieter. The rules are a little bit more easier. I'm telling you right now, they, I mean, New York got hit so hard. They're probably like, we are all just too close for comfort here. Mm -hmm. I'm out. LA, I'm out. I mean, a lot of people in LA have reached out, like, tell me how you like Prescott, blah, blah, blah. Love it. Um, you know, yeah. so, so I do agree with you and that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the videos I sent you, they titled it, um, the CEO of Redfin actually is the one that said that we may see mass exodus from some of these big cities. You are right. The I most expensive cities anyway. I heard that too. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but we'll see what uh, happens. Very interesting times. Very, very, very. Absolutely. What other things do you want agents to know before we uh, transition into some questions. Okay. Um, you know, agents, biggest thing is I want you to have a miracle morning. If you guys haven't read the book, Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, it's a high recommendation. Uh, love him. I also did a podcast actually on Get Real with Lisa Crown called Untouchable Morning. Cause what I really realized after learning through Hal, who by the way is amazing. He just did a podcast the other day that I joined. He is phenomenal, 40 year old guy you know, had terminal cancer, basically, like it was a 5%, 10% chance of living, lives. And part of his living was through his work of the Miracle Morning. Like, it's so powerful. It, it really gets this guy right. So I would say, have yourself a Miracle Morning. That is must, 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 must every single day, no distractions, right? When it ding, ping, see the dings and the ping, do that to our dopamine, right? Ding, ping. It's like, listening, buyer, I need it, an offer. Mm -hmm. You got to shut it down. Yeah. Okay. I want to tell you guys, one is Miracle Morning, but two is you got to punch distractions in the face. You can't be obsessed with this guy, this phone guy, even though we are, we're addicted to it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I did a post once that had the, like the phone and then like the charger in the vein, you know, <laughs> um, it was obnoxious, but it was true, you know? I'm addicted to it too. So sure. I'm, I'm talking from, you know, CA, which is cell phone anonymous, um, that I love it. Okay. <laughs> However, when I'm in control of it, I love it even more. Yeah. Even though I struggle. So I just want to tell you, the struggle is real. When I shut my phone up, like I got to turn into a mom between six and eight. Okay. Cause I'm a worker bee all day from six to eight. I shut my phone off. 
I have the most anxiety, withdrawals, freaking out. The to-do list is downloading while my kids are showing me dolls and art and mommy, look at this. And my brain is going beep, 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 beep. Thank God I'm just the present being right there. But I got to tell you guys is that when I, when I shut it off, now you can't cheat. Cheating is having it on, but mm -hmm. right? You got to shut the phone off and, and get in the zone. So it's going to lead me to the next thing I want agents to know. Right now, more than ever, the core of your business. So if you're working eight hours in a day or you're working six hours a day, whatever you're doing, I need one power hour out of you. You have to prospect. People, deals do not fall out of the sky. I don't want it to be the end of the month and you go, oh, real estate gods, drop me a deal, right? Accept that offer, real estate gods. Uh-uh. The more you do all month long, you build that pipeline so big that the end of the month hits, you're exceeding goals. Mm -hmm. So that's important. My next point I want to tell you, what do you want? What do you want? What is your goals? Don't live the month winging it. Don't live the month, oh, spin out this call, take it, that need, go for it. Stop, drop, roll to every need of every, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry. What do you want? And when you know the want, then you do the mathematical equation out of it to get the formula. Hmm. And it's that formula that goes into your time blocks, like I told you, to sit up in bed and start writing. Wow, that's good stuff. Awesome. Thank you. That, that just inspires me to... Thank you, Joey. Do it right. You know, what I used and to do, me. Lisa, Thanks, with Jeff. this, I, I have a, uh, a flip phone that I switch in and out of. Uh, and I know that when I get too addicted to that, I pull out the flip phone and use that instead because I, I hate texting on that thing. I have no internet access on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that helps a lot. It does. It does. <laughs> our phone will wrap around our neck and choke us if we let it. That's right. And we do, it is a very incredible tool. Look, I was a salesperson in the 90s. You know, you had to go in the office. I mean, every deal yeah. was all in the flesh. I mean, we're polar opposite now, right? Mm -hmm. But, and so we've created an addiction to our phones. I mean, it's, it's hurt relationships. It's hurt business because you know what? The other thing, it's so distracting because you look at your Facebook, you spin out, you look at Instagram, you look at stories. And all of a sudden it's like an hour later and you're like, oh, dude. Yes. I just missed that. Just miss doing That's this. Exactly thing. right. <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship. Oh boy. Well, thank you for sharing so much. Yes. This has been great. Um, so your one thing that you I guess how about one thing that was a positive from this whole stay-at-home time? <clears throat> a positive from it was there's never been a time in the history of ever, if you're a worker bee or workaholic, you know, there's never been a time where we've been forced, in a way, forced to be with our family and our loved ones all around the clock for a consistent amount of time. It's something we wish, we pray, we throw it at pennies and wishing wells. We always want more quality time, more quality time, more quality time. Though there's been challenges because, you know, people, part of why some marriages work is that they get space all freaking day and then they circle back. You know, we, people got to really feel, you know, for me, what I took out of it was connecting to my loved ones and being present with them. And it's a work in progress because we are working busy. I mean, you're jamming in LA, like for me and, and, and in the workspace in, in the nation, like anyone in the working space, you're jamming, you know, and you're busy and it's like, we're just moving, shaking and we're doing and everything becomes a routine and da, 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 da. This forced 
to Kumbaya. I mean, my family and I started this every night. We're going to do something fun. We had talent shows. We had scavenger hunts. We had looking up National Geographic's and watching a video together. We started to just spin out having so much fun. Dance parties. We never did that. We never did that. So the, po the positive is also the gratitude. You guys, if you're struggling with this shutdown, go watch Schindler's List, mm. okay? Yeah. Not so bad. And it's gratitude that we have our clothes on our back and our homes get to remain and nobody's banging at the door and ripping us out and taking us from our families. Like there, there's some, we need to find the gratitude because the more you bash it, the more worse things can happen. You know, that's why I say gratitude and being present. Best gifts. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Are you ready to get in the ring? I'm ready to get in the ring. All right. A couple <laughs> questions for you. What's your favorite at-home workout? <clears throat> My favorite at-home workout. Great, um, great question. So I do something. I grab 10 pieces of paper. So grab 10 pieces of paper. Or Yeah. Yeah. I grab 10 pieces of paper and on it, I write them. They're all stations. So it's 10 stations. Station number one, I do my sit-ups, okay? So 200 sit-ups. Station number two, I do my leg lifts, three sets on each side. Station three, squats. Station four, butt leg lifts, you know? Station five, jumping jacks. Station six, I run around the house, go outside, run in the backyard, run in the house. Just run, 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 run. You know, um, I have a little sequence on that. You know, the next thing is plank. Station, you know, seven, station eight, nine, 10. And I go and do each one of the stations. And when I'm done with the station, I flip the page over. Now my kids think it's just so fun. So they want to do the stations with me and they fight who could flip the, the ah. paper over. So mm. that's been a really big uh, exercise thing for me. I also like uh, Beachbody. Um, that, that's been some great videotapes and things um, to watch through mm -hmm. the move and the packing and all that. That kind of went away. So the station's been a really great savior for me. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, cool. you bet. What is, um, so what are you most looking forward to now with your move to Arizona? I'm looking for, first of all, the spot we picked, it's like, um, I wish I could just take the screen over and show you. It's like, <laughs> I'm swarmed with big forest trees. There's thousands. Mm -hmm. And what I'm most looking forward to, my husband said, what do you want for Mother's Day? Pick anything you want. I said, you know what I want? He said, what? I said, I want a hammock. Oh. He's like, what? I go, yeah. You can see perfectly the sunset over here with all the trees. The birds greet me every morning. These are all things we just take for granted because we're just moving, shaking, doing that. <clears throat> and I'm most looking forward to being present, which is a work in progress. Like I'm practicing. In fact, if you want to see my bracelet, you can see it up in the picture. It says be present. Oh, okay. Um, the bracelet underneath. Because my, my belief is you put around you what you want to practice and instill. The other bracelet says, be happy. And mm. it has a bee flying around and a bird flying around. <laughs> and I want to appreciate nature. And I want to be present. And I want to lay in my hammock. And I want to listen to, you know, a nice meditation or, or nothing at all. And just listen to the noise and the trees and the things. And uh, that's what I look forward to is, is right. really, you know, getting a little bit more, you know, Centered. Calmer, you know, calmer, you yeah. Start listening to country music too, right? Yeah. <laughs> then you'll get depressed. <laughs> so you play a country song backwards and you get your dog back and your truck back. And your <laughs> Everything's coming back. <laughs> You're going to have to get some overalls. That's right. Why not? <laughs> <laughs>
don't mind. Oh, I got my, cowboy, my cowgirl boots. <laughs> there you go. Joey, you have a question? No, I think uh, you've asked some really good ones. And uh, I, I just, I'm thankful that uh, we got you on the show because it got me re-motivated. So. I love that. Thank yes. you, Joey. Thank you. <laughs> well, I have another one then. So when, when things get more back to normal, do you, you guys have a certain vacation you would like to really take? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm not great with flying. I'm just not a great flyer. I don't, I'm claustrophobic. So I don't love to be in a plane. And my real thing was oh, many, 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 many years ago, I had a trip planned to Paris and I was going to stop and hang out in New York for a little bit and then go over there. And I got really sick. In fact, I had a 10 hour surgery to remove my spleen. I was oh, very, boy. very ill in the Ouch. hospital. When I went to the, when I went to the airport, I had a total like not well, whatever. So my whole point about it is like, I've always had this regret that I haven't gone, done a big trip. You know, I want to see the world. And so my, my goal is that when everything really does settle down, that I get to do a really big, you know, international trip. And I'm so open to what that is. My daughter's named Adelaide and there's a city, I mean, you know, not that we would go to the city Adelaide in Australia, but she's so, she thinks that's so cool that there's that city. And so I don't know if it's Australia or if it's Italy or if it's, you know, you know, Paris or whatever, but we, um, we definitely want to do something international. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, if you're going to, if you think about Australia, you just don't watch the show Lost. Okay. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> we so you know because you're everybody's looking for things to to watch right so i had we had some friends recommend it and i'd never watched it but uh it's kind of interesting if you yeah, need that's weird I, I haven't seen lost i haven't heard much about it but um i, I do know people who watch it and are big fans i'd give you a recommendation on something to watch okay besides tiger king that's just yeah. oh i was gonna one. say is it gonna be the tiger no! show no, I mean, yeah, but no, I had something else in mind. Have you guys seen The Last Dance with Michael Jordan? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. No. Love that whole series. That is... I'm, I'm sad that it ended, but I, I can know. watch it. <laughs> I, would, I, would say, I would say people to watch that for sure. Yeah. Joey, you should have figured out it was going to end. It is called The Last Dance. <laughs> right? <laughs> where's your jar don't you guys have the jar you're gonna pick out a risque question where's that at uh, the mask Joey was supposed to come up with one. Oh, was i yeah i told you to come up with something oh you did okay uh, maybe I I, so. how about <laughs> i ask you guys a question uh-oh sure okay i'll start with you joey uh-oh joey yes what do you know for sure what do i know for sure well, when you first ask that, the first thing that comes into my head is my faith. Mm. I know that I, that I love God. God loves me. I'm yep. a Christian, and I'm going to heaven after this world. That I know for sure. Secondly, I know that I love my wife. Oh. So those I are my two for sures. So <laughs> I love that. Thank you. That's awesome. Jeff, what about you? What do you know for sure? You can't ask me the same question. You get the oh, same okay, answer. Oh, okay, fine. Forget it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Jeff, question for you. So um, talk to me about your perception of like fear. I feel Realtors, lenders, sales executives, title people, there's a lot of fear. They're fearful of judgment. They're fearful of doing it wrong. They're fearful of making a mistake. They're fearful of 
of letting someone down. There, there's so much fear and so much overthinking that swarms inside of their beings that holds them back from their, unlocking their full potential. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I think that, um, I mean, after doing classes and talking to a lot of agents, I think that a big part of their fear, just me being in kind of in the marketing space, I think a big part of their fear is they don't know really what they believe as far as um, the market or just real estate in general. And so I think that 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 fear keeps them from sharing an actual message. Mm, That's right. Other than that, I just put my biceps up and then they fear that. So <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh man, you scared me. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh boy. We've gone off the rails here. Come on. We have, we have. <laughs> Probably not the kind of answer you're looking for, but that works. No, it's good. All the answers are good. I mean, this is great. Yes. Fixing your hair? Yeah. Did you want me to ask you a personal question? No, not really. Wait, I'm interviewing you guys. I know. This turned into the Lisa Graham podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, any other questions for me? I'm trying to think of another one, but. Yeah. The sauciest question you can think. Rogue as you can be. Okay, let's see. Hmm. Who's your favorite superhero? Superman. Oh, I love that's Superman. my wife's, especially the last Superman. <laughs> I, love I mean, I love Ben Affleck, so I'm supposed to say Batman because he's yeah. so sexy. But super, I do a lot of my work with talking about Superman and and teaching agents. And uh, when I was in sales, I would teach my agents, and now I teach my sales executives to teach agents. When you go into a listing appointment or or sales executive, where you're going to meet with that top agent or an agent you got to envision like that S on your chest, you know, mm. and the cape on your back and like feel that you have the kryptonite. Cause you know, the kryptonite's what takes Superman down that you've got the, 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 your presentation or your mm. nuggets or your value is bigger and greater than the net, than anything that they've heard, you know, and you go in feeling so confident about it. And if you had a channel, you're in or Superman or Superwoman. How would you be walking in that room? Who would you be? And it just all of a sudden, chins up, the chest's yeah. out, the shoulders are back, the the focus is there, the firm handshake is there, the eye contact. Got it. So, so yeah, so this is, then it leads to this personal question. What is your kryptonite? Oh, mm. <laughs> it's, it's taking risks is my kryptonite. It's the mm. willingness to put myself out there. It's a willingness to say things that people might go, oh, no, she didn't. It's the willingness to be me. My kryptonite is being Lisa Crown. What you see is what you get. That's why I said, ask me anything you want. I tell people when I coach, ask me anything you want. It doesn't matter to me because I want you to know the truth, whether no matter what, no matter what it is, I don't care because that's where we do our best work. That's my kryptonite. Wow, thank you. You. So you mentioned that Ben Affleck is sexy. You know him? So if People Magazine <laughs> called Lisa Crown and said, who should be sexiest man on the planet? Ben Affleck. Seriously? 
Oh. You think All I can right. get him on my podcast? Maybe Grant. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> Actually, uh, Michael Jordan's my next on deck to get. And then after him, maybe I'll go Ben Affleck. Yeah, okay. All right. But Ben has to have good feedback for agents, sales, executives, and titles. Exactly. <laughs> and loan officer. <laughs> you can have some good nuggets in there, honey. I don't know if I'm going to put No, but yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's my boyfriend. Awesome. My, my virtual boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. honey. I know where I, <laughs> I love my husband. So you're here stalker. Is that what you're saying? Oh, no. No, no. No. I play hard to get. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on here. It's been great. I, I had the best time. You guys and uh, agents, if you are listening, watching right now, make sure to tune in to Get Real with Lisa Crown next week um, because she has Grant Cardone in the hot seat. That's right. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being here. Until next time, agents, we will see you later. Stay safe. Got Get out there. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. That was so much fun. Again, uh, Joey and Jeff, thank you so much for having me on. Stay tuned. That was my second time being with them, and I'll do it again soon. Anyway, if you'd like to connect with me, please check me out at uh, Lisa Crown on Facebook or Instagram, LinkedIn, and I'd love to catch up with you there. Thanks for listening. The cold is finally gone. Well, I've been waiting for someone like you to come along I was going down A road so dark and full of demons I lost my ground My heart was stuck in hibernating Stuck in the ice where there's no feeling You shine on, you shine Your summer love thawed me out Melted all the fears I had and all the doubt Now we have the wildest dreams There's nobody I'd rather have to stand by me My heart was stuck in hibernating Stuck in the ice where there's no feeling You shine